Hello and welcome back to Dungeons and Babbins Adventurers League. This week's Adventure League has wound up in Neverland. This Neverland setting is made by Diana Gaeta and can be found on DriveThruRPG. To get your own copy of this campaign setting, just go to DriveThruRPG and search for Neverland the Impossible Island. With this campaign being only $5, it's a great addition to your DM arsenal. Just one thing I want to note before the podcast starts is that when we did this initial session, I forgot to hit the record button for a couple of minutes, so you missed some important details. The details that are missing are that the players have woken up in a strange campground. Some of them have memories, and some don't. It all depended on some of the roles that they had made at the beginning of the session. At the point where the podcast starts off now, some of the players have figured out that they have zero memories, some memories, or all of their memories, and are looking around the campgrounds to see if there are people like them. All players are within the same campground and haven't necessarily found each other yet, and are kind of brought together when Peter Pan returns to the island and has dropped off one of the new players. This player, unfortunately, has zero memories and is kind of excited, terrified of meeting everybody else on the island. So without further ado, here's the podcast. Welcome to Neverland, the Impossible Island. Uh, I'm Beryl, and I'm a dwarf paladin. And my deity of safety is what inspired me to wield a morning star. Hi, I'm Kaylin. I am a wood elf, circle of the moon druid. And if I could stay a bear all the time, I probably would. I'm Farfall. I'm a halfling rogue, and I fall far. Hi, I'm Lenra. I am a half-elf bard. I believe that I went with College of Sword with this bard, and uh, literally just Chaos Incarnate and loves dragons. Uh, hello, my name is Jasper, and I play Pia 75. He's named after a radio that was used in the wars in the early 19th century, and that's why he sounds like an old-timey radio host. And you're just with this orange tabaxi who's like in these grandfather clothes are kind of patched all over, and he he's shorter than a normal tabaxi, and he's just he's speaking with you, and he's holding a, a black cat. And goes on. <laughs> And actually, before he speaks to you, I need you to roll a 1d20 and uh, add your wisdom modifier. I got an 18 with the wisdom. Got it. 18? Okay, so he, he looks and he goes, It's very interesting that you have all of your memories prior to Neverland. That doesn't happen too often. So, well, I'm glad that you're here with us. Um, if there's anything I can do for you, just, you know, look for me. I'm, my name is Persimmon. And this is Percy. He holds up the cat. Aw, cutie. Yes, I think I've had him my entire life. It, it's fuzzy. <laughs> so that's interesting. Do you have a theory on why people lose their memories? Like, why am I so special? Well, today you remember everything, but tomorrow... Tomorrow may be something different. Need a journal. <laughs> if you speak with O'Toole over there, O'Toole from day to day only remembers Neverland and sometimes remembers their entire history. It's sad, and he just... That's the cat. Well, at least you seem to have a cool companion. Even if you can't remember. Yes, he is. You're gonna be up next. Roll one d twenty and add your wisdom modifier. I got an eight. An eight. Yeah. You are over here, and there are children running about. There's like maybe four or five that are running about, and there's a uh, a lizard man that that runs by, and he's holding up a book. He's like, "Yeah, get book." And you're speaking with an old druid, and he says. Well, I'm sorry to know that your memory only extends past the past few days, but I'm sure here in the Lost Camp you'll be able to form new interesting memories. Um, could you rem remind me of what your name was? Uh, my, my name is Caitlin. Do you, do you know how I got here? 
I only saw when Peter Pan brought you down from the heavens just last night. You seemed to be pretty out of it. We gave you a cot and you woke up maybe four hours ago. Yes, and if you need anything, I am right off the druid. I'm in charge of taking care of lost souls, feeding everybody, and making sure that the animals are happy with their owners, if they choose to have owners. And he looks at one of the horses and goes, I'm sorry, partners. We're partners. No one owns anybody here. I just have my own memories of my past life confused from time to time. You're out by the docks, and you're overlooking a brilliant green... The docks go over a, um, a forest, so as you look down, what would normally be water is just this gigantic forest, and you're on a floating island. Um, and you just sort of, they would sort of just like start awake at that and try to scramble away from the uh, my characters are workhorse, so he looks, or they look like, um, they look like a robot, almost. The water, not so Well, it's not water, um, I'm- Oh, you said- Yeah, you're, you're, you're on a floating island, and what would be water oh. if this was an island, it's Gosh. just, it drops down into trees. But so it's still deadly. It's, it's still, uh, kind of- Holy- like scoot away. Yeah. Not the, the edge of a floating island is not the best place to be on the island. So as you scoot away, one of the the kids looks at you and goes, What's wrong with you? This island. It, it loves. Oh, actually, uh, roll 1d20 plus your wisdom modifier. Uh, so I was going to do that, but I thought uh, instead, whatever not having memories, uh, your audio cut out. Instead of not having memories. Not having memories might be more interesting. Okay. What what are you? You look like um, a clangy type and he kind of flicks your metal leg. That's rude. You don't like you don't see me licking your fleshy bits. Ooh, fleshy bits. That sounds kinda gross. Yeah, well that was flesh. Well that's fair. What are you? I well, I don't quite know. I was then kind of like looks all over. Probably then like a serial number. Because suppose this is me. Because he are seven. And he, he kind of looks at it and tilts his head back and forth. And I don't think I know how to read. So. It says, it says PR seven six. I suppose you can call me PR. All right. I am Bardell. Hi. Bardell. Yes. Well, they can't allow you in. I don't know if that's an insult. Well, we'll decide later. Where are Okay. Uh, well, this is, this is, uh, the island of lost boys. Although there's not just boys here, but I think there used to be just boys. And he just kind of rambles for a few seconds, um, as kids do. He kind of goes off on several tangents. And just yeah. And then at the end of it, and he goes, and I'm this many years old. And, goes, yeah. and then he kind of like raises and lowers fingers because he's kind of confused on how old he actually is. Definitely some years. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations. Uh, what are we doing? We're living here. Yeah, but how did we get? Pan brought us here, I think. And as uh, Bardell says that, Pan floats down and is bringing Jen into into Neverland. And everybody like looks up, and you see two one figure just kind of holding another by the arms and just over the treetops and. Jen's feet like touches the the tops of trees and they land kind of little fir firmer than you would like onto the ground right there. 
So in between Bardell and O'Toole. And this is Neverland. So what do you remember prior to meeting me? Tell me all about it. And Jen, roll 1d20 plus your wisdom modifier. A rather minus my wisdom modifier. Huh. Yes. in there. Nice. Eight. So you just remember the events that led to coming to Neverland, which can be whatever you want, including just Pan just picking you up and then dropping you off here. Yeah, that's right. Ah, so I am the beginning of your story. That's great. I'm so excited to have you in Neverland with all of the friends that I've gathered. Why am I here? Why did you bring me? Well, you looked really interesting and I wanted to have you as a friend. But where was I before? I don't know. You were with other people, but I decided they weren't as cool as you, so I picked you up and I took you. And before you can say anything, Peter goes, Well, that's it for me today. I gotta go and find new friends, so um, have fun with my collection. And he flies off, so you're just kind of left. Did you hear any of that? PR would have. Because he kind of dropped a gen yeah. right next to you, but no one else is close enough. This this doesn't seem. This feels as though we are prisoners of war. I know he's not answering. Yeah. Well, uh, Bardell was like, I don't. I don't think we were in a war. I don't. I don't remember that far. That's. I'm not sure any of us really truly remember anything anymore. Where? <laughs> and, uh, this is that right? Oh, we're walking. I'm not gonna make it that So, as you are all now on the Isle, Lost Isle of Boys, th there's just like a handful of kids here for an island that's kind of named after the Isle of Lost Children. You're seeing surprisingly few actual children. You do see a few interesting characters, like there's a tabaxi and a lizard man. And they're kind of milling about doing their own things. And Beryl, uh, what would you like to do? Okay. Um, I lean over to Persimmon, and I'm like, I'm sorry. I totally forgot. I'm terrible at names. You mentioned that I was supposed to go and talk to someone about a journal? Did I? Um, well, not many of us make use of things like journals here, but I'm sure you can speak with... And he thinks for a minute and lo looks around and goes... We can speak with Amzi. She is an artificer and she might have something that you could write with. Ah, cool. Thanks. And I go skip over to Amzi. Alright. I'm, I'm it... assuming that he pointed her out. Alright, so as, as you uh, start heading there, I'm kind of just like moving you over one thing or another. There's a, you see a young boy who's like in, also in patch clothes, but not as nice quality as Persimmon. And he's just kind of walking around and looking sad. And, oh, that's a wagon. <laughs> and just jumped he, over the wagon. <laughs> yeah, just looking around. And then you see the lizard man who is, is, Holding the book and goes, I got the knowledge, I got the knowledge. And and then you see the two druids on your left. And speaking of the druids, as you are speaking with Radoth, you see this hill dwarf? Yeah. This hill dwarf, just kind of looking confused and walking by you. You can choose to interact or... I'm going to wave. Like, I don't know what's going on still, but I'm like in a pile and wave. Uh, I, I wave back because I may not recognize everybody here, but... Yeah, so we, we seem to have gotten an influx of tall people here. A little tall, taller than me, and he kind of gives a weak smile. Um, go, you there, um, you seem to be on a mission for something. Is there something I could help assist with? I need a book. Preferably one without words. That makes any sense. 
And as soon as he said book, he starts to point towards Lizard Man and goes, Ah, um, well, maybe MZ, but she likes keeping her materials to herself. Uh, Kaylin, um, you remember your way to MZ's tent, don't you? I mean, it's right over there, but you can walk your, this other new person over to her. Out of character, do I actually know where the, the tent is? If you choose to. Okay, I choose to know, and I hope okay. to take her there. <laughs> okay, she's only just right next to you, but, uh... Okay. Then I will show you where her tent is. Thank you! Alright, so you both head to Amzie's tent, and Amzie is a, uh, a dark-skinned halfling artificer, and she's... As you approach the tent, you hear some some of her grumbling, and you see, like, objects being thrown out the tent. Well, door. Okay? The tent opening. Are you okay in there? Yes, I'm, I'm okay. Who are you? What are you looking for? I need a book. Uh, huh? preferably without words, but I'll take any sort of loose papers at this point. I mean, I, I kind of need all the papers I have. I'm taking, taking notes. And if you, you look in, you see it's like that meme of that guy with um, all the papers on the wall and all this, the string. It's like, I, I'm taking notes on something very important. She looks at you very dramatically for a second, and then looks back. And she's just mumbling to herself, and just... She's going, okay, now I'm missing, missing them, and then that happened, and then there's this person. All of her memories are gone. What are you still doing here? See, that's what I was going to say, is that no one can remember anything, and I wanted something to write down, but I think somebody better is doing a better job than I could, so... It's good to know that you're here. I mean, you've been here longer than me. You've been here... She looks back at the paper. <sighs> a month, at least. Do you not remember? Some of these notes are yours. Oh, no. Well... Oh, no, we gotta, we gotta add this to the notes. This is so distressing. Well, I remember how I got here and what happened before, but I'm kind of fuzzy on what's been happening. Oh, you remember how you got here? Oh, good. Tell me. I can put that in the notes, then we can add it to here, and I can add more string. So all I remember is some guy in some, some green clothes was like, Hey, you! And then we were flying? I don't know how that's possible. But then I got here. So that's... You basically remember when Peter chose you and brought you, but that's about it. That's, um... That's what a lot of people remember. It's very hard to, for people to remember much beyond that. I don't know what he does. Maybe it's a thing with the fairy dust. Fairy dust. And she starts writing. But I don't know. Before I was under the mountain, and now I'm on top of this giant rock. And I do not like it. Well, it's not really a rock as much as it is a small, enclosed eco-center of various life forms that are sentient and non-sentient, more sentient than non-sentient, and she kind of rambles again and goes, anyway, you know this, you've been here longer than me, like I said, some of these notes are yours. I mean, I can return your notes to you if you'd like, but um, I would really like them here because we're making a map. Ah, uh, keep them in one place, because uh, I might lose them? Good idea, especially since they're more losable than your memories, apparently. Hmm. Well, that's, that's quite unfortunate that you don't... Do you, do you remember me at all? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I can't, I can't really fault you if you don't remember me. It's just a little disappointing, because we, we were friends. Oh, I'm friends with everybody. I don't know if that makes me feel better or worse. I'm just going to pause us for a second, and I'm going to go up to PR76. Cool. You had seen Peter bring a new person, and kind of hear that Peter had just taken them and yeah. dropped them off, and then he yeah. left. So this is like immediately after that. I'm kind of reminding back in time to catch you up. Great. Um, choices. Um, yeah, no, I think I'd walk up to the, the person with the antlers is whom? 
Jen. Um, yes. Um, well, yeah. I don't. I don't have her character name. It, 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 we made her on my D and D Beyond, so it has my information and not all of hers. Gotcha. Um, yes. So I'd go over. She wasn't the one that just dropped. It was the other one, no. No, she was the one that was just dropped. Okay. Uh, just um, hello. Hello. Uh, how did? Sorry. Do you know who that fellow is? I have no idea who that fellow is. Well, that's troublesome because neither do I, and he seems to be running things here. I suppose we could keep asking around. You don't happen to know anything about this place, then? I imagine not. No, you just I know it. nothing. That makes sense. You did, as I said, just get here. Well, who's this fine lady and uh, or person? And gestures to the humanoid character, yes. So O'Toole turns around and sees that you two are talking. And O'Toole is a halfling paladin, and they walk up to you and goes, Oh, so you once again have had your memories overwritten somehow, PR76. That's unfortunate, but we'll, we'll get them back again. And you look new. Uh, antlered person? What do you mean she looks? I'm sorry. You know I... who I am. A moment. I am addressing the newcomer. My apologies. Out, out of game, do I know my name? Yeah. At All the right. very least, you would always know your name. Okay. Well, I'm... Farfalle. For for Yes, I'm new here. I don't I don't Yes. New. Where am I? Well, um well this is good that you're both here together. I could introduce you and reintroduce you to We this is the Lost Camp in Neverland. Um this is kind of a way station in time and space a way station to where i do not know um i've been here since the previous pan i believe but yes they're a little face spirit like the little the young man who has brought you here who helps spirits complete something but those memories are gone from me they've been for quite some time well, how do we go about getting those memories back? I don't know. I thought that we had found a way to secure your memories, PR76, but if you remember absolutely nothing, then I suppose what we had tried in the past had failed. I suppose we got to solve on. Is there anywhere or anyone else Anywhere we should be, or anyone else that we should speak with at this point. Speak with about what, exactly? Just generally, so you said uh, you had, or we had, uh, uh, figured out a way to perhaps keep our memories. Uh, who was the per person orchestrating such efforts? Well, I know Amzi was writing some things down. MZ had assisted, but MZ has other goals, and I can't really seem to remember them all, but... She kind of runs her fingers through her hair and goes... This collective amnesia does seem to be a bit unhelpful. And uh, just sort of... He starts walking away, and then um, turns to her and goes, Sorry, that was rude. Please excuse me. I do want to see if there's any... Anything else that we ought to learn uh, on this? He looks around, kind of judgily. He's like, "Island." Well, if you, if you would like to learn about your past, that seems to be a useless endeavor. We've been doing this since I've been here, which has been a very long time. I feel she's very uncertain about that. But there are other issues that are afoot that I would much rather handle, but I can understand for personal reasons you would like to pursue your memory, so please. I mean... Hmm. 
perhaps we can get our footing and then circle back. These other issues do strike a chord. And he, like, gestures as though that should be funny, but doesn't quite know why that's funny. Well, you would have to circle. This rock is only a circle, so you can't exactly go in a straight line. Excellent. Then we shall carry on. Alright, and Farfal? Farfal? Um, let's, let's circle back to what other problem you have. Okay, is your name, correct? Yep. Well, I'm, I'm going to bring this up again at dinner, and I hope everybody remembers and rallies together this time, but for the Isle of Children, we are running short of children, and I'm going increasingly concerned about where they're all going. And no one can leave? Oh no, you can leave. You can leave quite easily. If you were to contact Lafayette, who is, you know, currently stirring the pots right now, he has access to fairy dust, and we're used to simply use the fairy dust. You can descend from the island quite safely to the rest of Neverland, and then come back again. Doesn't seem like the worst plan ever, but perhaps I should meet this person first. And perhaps get a good meal. He's stirring the pots, well it already smells delicious. Haha, <laughs> let us. No problem. Oh, yes. Say more about the well, what would you like to know? Would you want to know what it looks like, what it tastes like? Like, what does it, what does it, why does it work? What is it, um, anything to know about fairy dust? It seems that if fairy dust can bring us places, maybe fairy dust can help us find, solve your problem? Well, I would go after the children to look for them by using the fairy dust, but I don't know where to go, and going by my lonesome is not only lonesome, but dangerous because of all the pirates and all the other creatures out there. I don't, I don't want to. There are dangers off of the island. Oh yes, there's dangers everywhere. Even here, if you, uh, if you tickle the wrong plant or insult the wrong bees, you will get attacked by something. You're unhappy about being brought here. Well, then don't insult the wrong bees. It's none of your business what you're up to. Ah. I made it 30 minutes. <laughs> and if you in, if you tickle the wrong plants, I'll just tell them to tell you to leave them alone. The root of all of your problems would be just to mind your own business. Okay. <clears throat> Shall we go to where the Well, I'm gonna let you two pause on that. I'm going to go back to Barrel and I Kaylin's name right there. So in their, their tent with Amzi. I'm just trying to cycle and not have linger on anybody too long because I don't want anybody to just be sitting bored. So Amzi's just like, alright, so, um... You, 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 you're kind of new, um... Judy person. I mean, I think you're a druid. I mean, you're covered in plants and stuff, although you can just be really clumsy and have gone foraging for a little bit. Um... No, no, I'm, I'm very much a druid. Good! So, what memories do you have? Does, like, your plant brain keep them any better than the rest of us? Unfortunately, the answer is no. Shit. Well, there, there goes that one hypothesis. Or is that a theory? Is that a theorem? And then she starts looking at her notes to kind of tell the difference between the two, and she's kind of spacing out again. So, Beryl, Beryl, yes, Beryl, you yeah. were looking for your notes. So what notes were you looking for specifically so I can lead you to them so you can get the knowledge that you seek? Uh... So, I guess my main question is why are we here? Not in the grand scheme of things, like why am I alive and whatever, but um, specifically on, uh, you called it a microcosm? What? Anyway, why are we on this rock? Well, we're on this rock specifically because Pam brought us here. Well, I know that, but 
I mean... Then why did you ask? That's such a useless question. Such a waste of air and breath and molecules and time and space. Well, I guess stellar. what I mean is that I can see off of this rock. So why aren't we also off of this rock? Well, this area is the safest place that Pan can really control directly. Well, not directly, um, but this is this keeps us safe from the pirates and any angry merfolk that we might come across, and like all of these other things that are in Neverland that might want to take us away from him. Okay. Yeah, and as for the whole memory thing, what was I saying? Wow. Hi, I'm Amzie. No, I'm kidding. But no, seriously, the, the whole memory thing is concerning. I try and write things down every day. That's why I'm kind of uh, hesitant to give out any paper and writing utensils because I need whatever knowledge I can notes that I can keep down. Okay. Well, since we are friends, I trust you. Yeah, yeah, we are friends. <sighs> I have friends. I remember that. We had a lot of friends. We traveled... And, and I made things. And then she kind of sits down and she's trying to remember. She's like, oh man, thinking so hard and still thinking I'm smelling burning. Oh no, wait, that that's Lafayette cooking. Um, are you hungry? Do you want to go have dinner? Newbie, do you want, do you want dinner? We can all have dinner together. You can sit next to me because we're friends. Things would be great here. Yes, food sounds good. Sounds Yay! Good. Dinner with friends is the best. Will there be Al? I don't know anybody named Al. You can call me Betty. <laughs> <sighs> All right, I'll definitely do that. And she writes that in the notes, like right next to your name. Like also goes by Belly. <laughs> I hope we remember that tomorrow. And she she leads the way. And she just starts talking your ear off about random scientific terms that she kind of remembers, and she goes, Ah, Pythagorean theorem, it's, it's something to do with lines and numbers, it's really important to what I used to do, and I want to relearn it so I can do things again one day. So you are all walking to the, to the fires. Yeah, so nobody in the fire. No computers, so nobody's on fire. <laughs> Alright, so you are all gathered, and I'm just I'm just gonna sh shorten his name to Laugh. He is a youngish-looking half-elven boy, and he is just doling out food as people are holding bowls and like coming by. And it's um a very thick-looking soup stew. No, some for you, some for you. Oh, uh, Beryl! Wait, no. Yeah, Beryl, you're back! Um, I think you went camping in the trees a few days ago. Um, when when did you get back? I am! And, um, today, I guess? Uh, I'm not sure. Well, it's good to see you again. Did you remember to bring, like, some of the seasoning from, from the forest, or was that kind of not a thing? Um... I have no seasonings. That's okay. We weren't really sure there would be any anyway. I mean, do you have a bag on you? I'm saying my normal I do. I have a backpack and a bedroll and tinderbox and torches and okay. water skin. Well, so it would be... Not, not to uh, overstep here, but I can somewhat hear your conversation. And if perhaps you lost your way, midway, you don't remember that you already collected those spices. Yes, they might in fact be in your backpack. Have you managed to check? Or are you just guessing? Which I I think might not be the best thing here, considering none of us. That's a good point. So I'm going to sit down and ruffle through my bag and pull out everything. Alright, and as you do that, Loth is, is still feeding people and goes, 
Oh, hey PR76, how are you doing today? That's a, that's a big old mouthful. Well, what would, you, what would you like me to call you? Oh, uh, just out of character. If they'd already known him, they'd probably just call him Okay. okay. Um, uh, how, am I, how am I doing? I seem to be suffering the affliction of this land. Everyone seems to be losing their memories, and I am not immune. That sound accurate. It sort of like scares off. So, so you don't remember me? Uh, well, think of it more of an, as an opportunity, my young fellow. We have many more memories to make. Yes, indeed, we have so many memories to make. It is not about the past, it is about the things we have ahead, the future. Just imagine it. And just looks back over like, please, <laughs> believe this. What that, that's what you said. That's what you said the last four times. I was just kind of hoping that we would, you know, stay friends for longer than a couple of weeks. But it's okay if we can keep making the memories together, I guess. I'm just gonna be a little sad tonight, I guess. Oh, that's almost the spirit. I'm sorry to hear that you're sad, but I very much look... Sorry. Look, I have leaves. I have found leaves. Tin can. You were right. I have leaves. Unbelievable! We can have we can have spices with the next stew. That would be really tasty. Yet more puns, young one. I like this. Please carry on. Well, you're you're the one who taught me about punnery. This is clearly one of my greatest achievements. You said that the last day we are gonna be friends again. <laughs> and 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 his happy tears are now, or his sad tears are now happy tears. A literal baby. Huh? A literal darling. Yes. And right off goes. No, don't oversalt the stew with your tears. Um, everything will be fine, laugh. Everything I promise. Like I know, I just. I always worry if you forget, or if they forget their memories, that they're gonna always forget me for, for forever. But it's gonna be different each time. But no, we're gonna be friends again. It's gonna be okay. Oh, Kaylin just okay. kind of leans over to the druid and goes, "Is there anything I can do to help with your caretaking of the animals or finding, I don't know, things to help around with while I'm here?" Well, I believe. O'Toole is going to bring up something with dinner yet again, um, so I personally will not need help. O'Toole may be able to take use of any abilities you'd like to lend. Uh, O'Toole is quite, um, I'll say persistent, seeing as there are two definitives in Neverland, it appears. Memory loss and O'Toole's stubbornness. So as you are all sitting around, O'Toole stands up and is wearing kind of a, a nice type of robe-like dress that would go underneath a paladin's armor, but is actually lacking paladin's armor. It's like, is everybody comfortable? Everybody enjoying their night meal? I see that we have someone new. This is Farfall. Farfall, yes, hello. I am uh, and that's all I know. And just like an AA meeting, everybody goes, Hi, Farfall. <laughs> that is all I seem to know. There seem to be other people here who know about as much as I do. I have And there's people who know a little bit more, but forget. Is that... Yes, that seems to be... That seems to be something that happens in Neverland that we can't really control. 
what I would like to personally start controlling is the disappearance of the younger inhabitants of Neverland. I know this is upsetting, I know this upsets people from time to time, but this island used to be overrun with the laughter of children and the stampeding of little children's feet. But now we are down to three children. This is wrong. There used to be upwards of 20. Just a quick question about that. Wouldn't it be rather good that there aren't children just showing up here? I mean, after all, if we don't quite know where we've come from, except for that some man dressed in green has dropped us here, how do we know this isn't a nefarious plot? How do we know that these are not by more sinister means that we end up here? Well, as long as we are all together here, we are all safe. The relatively weak dangers that you would find on this island are nothing to compare to what is below. So I assume if they're not here with us, then something more sinister has taken them away. And Pan has asserted that he has no idea what has happened to the children. I suppose we are meant to trust him. Does he come by very often this path? Um, most nights he comes by to join us for dinner. But if he's not back now, he might not be joining us tonight. He might be with the mermaids. Wait, did somebody say that we're not with the merfolk? And the merfolk <laughs> dangerous? But they can be. And as you're all talking, you all all of a sudden hear this music that makes you want to run outside and have a frozen milk treat. Because that's the ice cream truck. <laughs> Don't they know there's a pandemic? Oh, he comes by every day at 8. Oh no, every single time he comes by, I'm just like, and then you hear Faye music that makes you want to run out to get a frozen milk treat and waste all of your copper. <laughs> it's really fun in dungeons when it's like really dramatic and people are bleeding out. It's like, oh, ice cream. <laughs> yes, and as, as quickly as you, as you heard it, you'll sit and listen to the music, but then it fades away, because apparently no one wanted ice cream today. Maybe that's for the little kids who just carrying off of you. Yes. Oh, that was... A siren specifically for children? How... How deadly. How... Every mythos ever. Well, it's part of this mythos now, I just decided. <laughs> cool. <laughs> but yeah, I guess. No. We <laughs> decide. All of us travel, because we are traveling. Travel. Figure out your problem. Okay, we decide to help you figure out Are you just sending us off into the dark? I suppose I could come with you. I've... I've never traveled Neverland. I would... I would... I think I would actually love that. I think I used to travel a lot, but... Yes, I, w I think I would love to come with you. So, it's... And she grabs your hands and stands up. And as she does that, she, her standing height is equal to your sitting height. Because I think I would love to join you. So it's going to be you and me, Farfall. Would anyone else, after we finish this lovely meal, would Jim. anyone else like to join? And Bardell stands immediately, because I want to! She goes, after you, Bardell, you're jealous. I want to find my friends. She goes, you don't even remember your friends. How would you be able to identify them? And he sits. Who are Would you like to join? Uh, sorry, I can't really hear you. She asked if you wanted to join. Oh, um, uh, yes, it sounds like quite the adventure. And honestly, this island is starting to... Beryl, are you react? Are you listening to this conversation? Uh, sure. Uh, yes, I will go with friends to save all the babies. Because <laughs> they're all out there all alone with no mommies to take care of them. And who knows that they're scary mermaids Somebody said pirates, and pirates are gross. They never shower. 
they not they, that's true, they knew never shower. Even though they're around all of that water. So mysterious. And what have you, Kaylin? I could never say no to when someone is in need. Well, I will go. And she kind of does a little hop in place and claps her hands. She's like, see, Rydal, I can make a group and help rescue people if I want it. And he goes, certainly took you long enough, young one. And he just eats his soup. Bless. I'm so, I'm so excited. Um, so yes, how, how, <laughs> when, when would we like to start? I mean, obviously we must eat first, but should we head out immediately after that? Should we head out tomorrow? Why would we? Go ahead. I'm thinking that since we keep losing each other, our own memories, tomorrow we may not even remember that we decided to do that. Do we know if we lose our memories if we leave this area? Oh, I, I don't know. I, I don't think I've ever left the island. Um, has anybody here? And she kind of looks around and everybody shakes their head and, uh, and she goes, no. And I know Peter leaves on a fairly regular basis. I'm not really sure about his memory. He seems to be really, really flighty. So I can't really pin him down long enough to get any notes from him. Flighty. I get it. That, that, that was unintentional. There's a chance it's... we might have our memories if we leave this area. What if the memory loss only contains this area? Oh, I would, I would give up like a couple of pages of paper and some writing materials if you came back and gave me that information because that would be... It helps so much. It's, it's, I mean, there's also a chance we get out there and we wake up tomorrow and we're screwed in the middle of nowhere and know absolutely nothing. But <laughs> but it seems that some people remember a little bit longer than others. So whoever remembers longest each day could help the others remember. So we have to keep each other's memories for each other. But we can, I can write down some notes for you. I can write down the same set of notes on a piece of paper, give it to each one of you, and then that way you have the same set of memories, and then you continue from there with your own sheets of paper. Is that acceptable to everybody? That sounds like a great plan. Might as well try. All right. But after dinner, though, and she just slurps food. Just a little, with a little bit more exuberance, goes, hmm. Could use some more seasoning. And Loft just gives her a look like no one helps. <laughs> At least she has a healthy appetite. Good. Before we head out on this perilous journey. Right, so as the night continues, like people are generally having conversations. Some people who have retained more of their memory than others are like telling stories of what they remember of their past lives. Some of them, just like Farfall, their memories start when they land on the island. And some of them have just enough memories or have memories from dreams where they, they start just telling tales and you hear like these tales of like things called dragons and some people have conversations about things called cars and aeroplanes and stuff like that and you just hear these fantastical things. And Amzie goes off and re returns about an hour or so later with a few sheets of paper. Some are written, some have writing on it, some are blank, and she hands it out to each of you. Awesome. I don't, I don't know when you plan on heading out, but whenever you do, here is, here's my end of the bargain. Um, Yay, the paper, paper as well as memories. Uh, yeah, of, of what you are going to plan to do. Okay. Yeah. And that you are promising to come back. Yes. Yeah. Because I'm not, not exactly sure how you are going to leave the island, but, um, 
Nha, quên bất chị á Well, somehow I was able to get leaves And, um, I don't know if it was here or down there So there's gotta be a way to get down there Here Um, does anybody know if there's ladders? And the people that are listening in chuckle at, at that thought. The loft just says, uh, that's kind of not how you, how you do it. It's, um, you, you use fairy dust. Just like Pan uses, but, you know, we don't have as much access as he does, but we do have some fairy dust. That sounds itchy. I mean, it's it's kind of weird to get. Well, fairies are weird. If I give you all the fairy dust I was able to negotiate for them, do you promise to look for my big brother? He he was here with us, and then he went missing. Um, two of PR's memories ago. Okay, what does he look like? He look he's like me. He has yellow hair like me, but he's tall and he he's a little bit muscly and he's also a half elf. I don't know what we're half of, I just know that people call us that a lot. Um But he's he's older than I think he's fifty. And I'm twenty five. Something like that. Numbers are weird. You just kind of... I don't... Remember his name. Yeah, his, his name is Keeler. Well, that's what um, some of the people that we knew called him. It, it was really something else, and he just says this word in Elvish that none of you can even begin to pronounce unless there's an, someone who has Elvish I'm a Wood Elf Wood Elf? So it is his, his full name you hear it as Firstborn who protects all those who come after him <laughs> that, That's what his name translates to it's Like Keeler So if, if you promise to look for him and bring him back then I will definitely give you all of the fairy dust I have. We haven't spoken to the little boy with patches on his shoulder. Next to the druid. Yeah, he, he's just kind of sitting with the druid and eating and kicking his legs out. He, he's, he's so short that he's human. He's just super young. And when he sits on the log, his, his feet just are a few inches from the ground. He's just kicking his feet and just looking sad. I would like to ask him if you remember where he's left. No. I'm. I don't know where I am. But he takes care of me and he's super nice. He tells me he can talk to animals and plants. But. I don't. I don't think I'm supposed to be. I think I'm supposed to be with my mom. Remember your mom? Yeah, she she was a tall lady, and he's a child, so tall to him is whatever. And and she she told me not not to move, not to go away. But I I saw a man in green, and he was playing an instrument, and I went to dance with him. And then I woke up here, and I haven't seen my mom. And I miss her a lot. So maybe we should find a way for you to find your mom? I would, I would really like that. And like that music comes every day at 8 o'clock. And I want to chase her. <laughs> Break the illusion. 
Yeah, we'll find a way to find your mom. And we'll find all the other babies and get their moms. Lots of moms. Yeah. Okay. Get everybody home. Okay, thank you. And he, he goes to shake your hand goes, My name is Zacchaeus Humphrey, Humphrey Hikaziah Stokes. Can we call you Zach? Okay. Actually, I prefer the entire name. <laughs> That's okay too, because no one, no one else has a long name. But, but I miss here, and my mom used to only use it, the whole name when she was mad at me. But, but now no one calls me by my whole name, and I kind of miss it. Zacchaeus Humphrey Hekaziah Stokes. Do we need anything else that's Well, let me rephrase that. We have a little tour. Who may or may not have gone adventuring. What else would be of use for us? Well, if you have weapons, obviously bring them. Food, water, make sure it's clean water. You should have drinking water and you should have washing water because you should wash your hands and wash your face before you eat. It's very proper. Um, if you know medicine, if you know healing, that is important because you don't have to carry bandages. If you do not know healing, then you should have bandages. Um, we have our notes and we have our writing materials. I think that's it. Oh, and we have our friendship. Yay, friends! Yes. She's just becoming more and more mom-like as I go on. This is unintentional. <laughs> and laugh is so... You're all definitely doing this? Sure. Why not? Alright, um... I guess me and, and Amius are gonna... Go get our fairy dust and like Hey Amius, um I know you wrote the directions in that book on where you hid the fairy dust. Can can we go get that? And the lizard guy is like Yeah. I wanna I wanna see someone else use it. That's not me. Because um I think it's more for fleshy folk and not really lizard folk. I don't know. I don't wanna try it. I don't wanna go splat. Alright, I'll be right back. And Amius um, gets down on all fours like a lizard and kind of skittles through the brush to wherever he hid the the fairy dust and every people just like look at him strangely because he doesn't really walk on all fours and then all of a sudden he just disappears because he's blended in. How he goes fast. Yeah, I'm not really sure if he's fast or if he's just able to disappear really good. Get really, really creepy at night. So as you're all waiting, Zach is just continuing, just like slurping his soup in a very annoying childlike way, and Rydoth just pats him on the head every now and then to kind of quiet, quietly remind him to not slurp, which works for about two seconds before he goes right back to Kayla notices it and just starts slurping her soup a little bit. He noticeably winces at you. And... And suddenly, uh, Amis is back, and he has his arms around the shoulders of Beryl and Kaylin. I got the fairy dust. And everybody jumps, because he just came out of nowhere. So you know how to use this stuff, right? He has several bags of fairy dust. And they're all about this big. So, a bag this big should be about five flying sessions each, one for each of you. I mean, there's more. I'm kind of really sh sure how much I should give you. Like, I don't know if you're gonna rescue everybody at once or what's gonna go on. But if I give you everything, then I'll take a really long time for the rest of us to get back down if we needed to. If we need more, we can fly back to ask you for more? Yeah, it, it would just take a few 
few days because one fairy takes about a week to fill up a bag. And this, this we had been saving for a while because Pam was going to take us on an adventure. He sometimes takes us for adventures. Um, I haven't yet because, like I said, I'm afraid of falling and splatting. Um, but he hasn't done it in a while. We just kept gathering the fairy dust. And then we kind of stopped for a while. I mean, the kids kind of went missing and we, we didn't want to go out. I mean, if we went out flying and went missing, then that's like more of us at once instead of the kind of once every few weeks. Now, I'm not so great at math, but you said there were 20 kids and there are two here and... Three. B. Oh. I'm looking at my fingers trying to count. Um, There's that the half orc, the half elf, and the the human. Yep. And so, but we need at least enough to get us down, and then perhaps one at least one back if we need more, and then um, I don't know. Well, there there are fairies out there, and they might be able to help you get the other kids up if you find them. And you might be able to talk to some of our folk might know how to get up here, and some might try and fight you. It all depends on like, if you find the nice ones or not. And maybe maybe if you find the kids, you can you can call Peter Pan, and he can help bring them up here himself, because he has a lot of fairy dust. Like, he, he doesn't use it like us. Like, we need to have the bag, and we have to like have a happy thought and then jump but he just flies so he might be able to to grab onto a few, I mean he, he brings everybody in so he can probably grab a few kids and bring them up like maybe one or two at a time and why doesn't he just do that now well he's gone now he's doing other things he's doing pan things so I'm not sure my math says one bag but I'm not sure if we would need more or less than that, and if we could split it, and how we would split it, and how do you milk a fairy anyway? <laughs> Why would you need to milk a fairy? They're not. Are there fairy cows? Well, that's not. That's how you get fairy dust, right? Or do you grind them? That's scary. I don't want to think about that. No, you you take a fairy, you, you grab them by the middle, you just take them. Like a salt shaker? So it's like a what? A salt shaker? I don't know what that is. So so we can get uh we can each get a bag of fairy dust, and with that fairy dust, we have five trips. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say thank you. You're welcome. And I'm going to take my bag of fairy dust. I think Farfalle has got the right idea. I like the math. I'm going to take one too. So you are all given your fairy dust. And are you going to head up now? Or would you like to wait? I just don't really know. <laughs> you know what else, uh. We could. Like, what else are we. Um, I, I think we should go ahead and go. I agree. Alright. Adventure! So you all head towards the docks. We don't have memories. How are we supposed to come up with a happy thought? Well, we can think about time that we sat eating lunch or dinner together and making new friends. Yeah. New friends, new friends, new friends. Or you can think about how Zach was really sad and feel the opposite of that. <laughs> That's hilarious. I mean, he was really sad, so if you think the opposite of that, you'll be really happy. So just imagine Zach with his mom. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm not right. going first because that's a long way down. Alright, so who is going first? I'll do it. Alright, I need you to make a uh, 
roll for wisdom, please. And you need to. Well, give me your number. And at twenty. Oh. Oh. Shit. Okay. Um, that's beautiful. You want to head? Do you want to head northwest or east? Oh, all of you, all of you decide. Do you want to head northwest, or west, or east? Because you are on the south tip of Neverland. I just wanted to try and zoom out. <laughs> Ooh. No, oh, yeah, I can zoom this out for you, but you don't know anything about Neverland, so I can't show the map. No, it doesn't matter. Don't, don't. Okay. Um, Let's go forward. Yeah, I'm gonna look that is. Okay. I would assume that would be north, right? Because we're in the south. Or yep. Southeast. You are you are to the southeast, so you could head north. Okay. Where are we heading north? Once we once we take the five kilometers. That's what that's what I'm asking you all. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. All right. So one roll the twenty. Who is who's rolling next? I'll roll next. Okay. Hi. Okay. Are we taking my negative four as well, since we're rolling for wisdom? Yep. Yep, that's a one. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> okay. Zero Jenkins! <laughs> okay, who wants to roll next? Uh, I can go. Okay. Uh, 17. Okay, and last person. Nine. Oh, nine. Okay, so you all jump off, and Kaylin just takes the air immediately. It is beautiful. And Farfall <laughs> looks up at this beauty as she plummets <laughs> straight down through Farfall. the trees. Far fall. Yeah. Far. <laughs> you fly like a boulder. <laughs> and PR goes up a little bit, but is distracted by this fleshy meteorite, loses their thought, and follows suit. So. The ones who have succeeded, you are free to attempt to rescue them, or you could split the party. 